0: Okay, okay, okay. Versatile, vigilante, young Vince, Uncle Vinny. Got the special guest in the building, Miss Telly Rose. What's
1: up? How's it going?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: Good, good. I gotta be honest, this is my very first podcast, so I will be a little nervous during this. So
0: That's all good, man. That's my job, get you comfortable. Yes. You brought a gift, which...
1: Yes. That's a good start. Okay, so if you're from Mississauga, are you from Mississauga? I am. Okay, have you heard of this place, Vito's Pizza? I haven't heard of Vito's. Okay, it's on poor Credit. I think there's another location. Anyways, Vito's Pizza has this pizza, and it's like... um, I can't remember the name. It's like kind of like tandoori style chicken pizza, okay. and it's got a lot of chili flakes on it. So if you if you don't like spice, and I su- I suggest to stay away from it. Love spice, but yeah, maybe show what it looks like. Okay. But it's like the flavor combo for me, and I'm Ooh. Italian, and you said you're Italian, right?
0: I'm Italian. <laughs> so it's guard. definitely not Ooh. traditional. Yo, this yeah. looks fire, man. It
1: is fire. And I'm keto right now, so I can't even eat it.
0: You can't even eat it? No, no. Okay, I'm going to take bites here and there. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. Any guests, you got to step your game up now. Telly brought pizza. <laughs> set the tone, man. Look at this. I don't want to drop this. <laughs> Thank you. Thumbnail. <laughs> Lit. Yo, I appreciate you, bro. That was very, very nice of you. Didn't yeah, have to do no that. problem. I'm gonna, I'm going to have some of this throughout the interview. No problem. So, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I live a pretty busy life these days, and, uh, you know, it, same old, like, yeah. work life, no balance, you know?
0: No balance. I definitely feel you. Yeah, when definitely. you reached out, I checked your Instagram, and you definitely fulfill My shit's called Versatile Vigilante. You're a very versatile person because on your IG, you have multiple hustles, yeah. multiple interests, so definitely interested to dive into that but okay. since you said this is your first like interview podcast start from the beginning where did you grow up and we'll go from there
1: Okay So I started out in Mississauga so big ups Mississauga I live there now and I love the city nothing wrong with it it's great um, and, and then I moved um, halfway throughout my life. My parents picked up and moved when I was in grade seven to Aaron, Ontario. Okay. So if anybody knows where Erin, Ontario is, it's a very quaint, small town. Um, my mom lives on Main Street and my dad lived on a little tiny, like one acre rent, like farm. Um, and so I got to live like the best of both worlds. I got to live in the city. I got to live in the country. So, you know, I was waking up, you know, 5 a.m., Picking up bales of hay, um, you know, feeding the horses and that sort of thing and feeding the goats and chickens and, you know, um, picking up their eggs and eating them for breakfast. And then, you know, later on in life, went to college, you know, Humber College, did my thing, got my business diploma. And then I was the whole time I was serving in restaurants, doing my thing. That was my first hustle, I would say. Um, Yeah, used to not only uh, serving restaurants, but I used to hustle t-shirts out of my car as well. Um, So yeah, 1313 was the brand that we started and it was kind of an undercover thing, you know? Just whatever, it was a passion thing. Um, Made a couple styles, sold it out of my car, you know? And then people at work started getting a little jealous or whatever and uh you know tattletaling and telling on me and stuff so i was like all right cool like i'm obviously doing something right because you guys are all hating on it but at the end of the day right like that was another side hustle for me and another way to kind of get me in the path of like sales so now um i'm in tech sales and i've been in sales for like nine years so yeah
0: very cool because So being in sales, I'm in sales as well, and I feel like having different perspectives is very important in sales, talking to different customers, Mm -hmm. for you to have that country background as well as the city background, as well as the hustle background, that's got to help you out quite a bit.
1: I would say, I mean, uh, there's no way that I'd be doing what I'm doing if it wasn't lucrative. You know what I mean? Like, and same with you, probably. Um, I I, I do like what I'm doing, but it is, you know, the highs, the lows, and you got to kind of withstand the storm and some months are great other months are not so you got to keep going with it and if it's if it's for you then you know you got to wake up every day and kind of motivate yourself look at yourself in the mirror eat the right foods go to the gym keep kind of on the straight narrow path you know but in my company they love to feed us a lot of alcohol so you know there's there's (laughs) problems with that right but it you know i i try to keep you know, uh sort of on a good path throughout my life, even though I could have went this way that way um so that's yeah that's that's kind of been my hustle and then these days, um I'm trying to get more into the spiritual path, spiritual you know, and also traveling and you know finding my way, like trying to I guess escape reality, which is we are hustle and bustling mm-hmm. Canada, like right. we are living to. We are basically working every day to just, like, pay our mortgage off and, and maybe have a little bit extra. But it's very hard these days for a lot of people, right? Um, but, yeah, no, I'm trying to kind of escape Canada, figure out what I want in the next portion of my life, which, you know, maybe move to the Caribbean or move to Costa Rica. Okay. So, like, those are kind of dreams right now. But it would be great, you know, one day to to kind of get there.
0: 100%. I like the attitude that you have in terms of like let's let's do it. Like, let's try shit. Like even when your coworkers snitched on you, which is super waste by the way. Yeah. Hate that. But like a lot of people I think would have just like folded. I'm like alright I'm not gonna even try anymore. But I feel like you just were like okay let's go do something else or it's a speed bump. Let's go do something yeah you know yeah very good attitude
1: thank you and and yeah no i agree with that 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 is kind of i feel like i am a little resilient um and you know it's gotten me to where i am today like i bought my house like five years ago on my own my parents thank you my parents didn't help me um and a lot of people's parents I, i find in mississauga and toronto like they do kind of help them give them a little bit here and there you know and um i did as much as i could to prove to my family because i was an only child um to kind of show them that you know i can do it it was more like I don 't want to say stab, but to show them that like hey, like you guys didn't realize you know the potential I had right, right. and i and I did it, and it was like a little ha 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 moment you know for me and um and not in a bad way, but just like I wanted them to kind of notice me like that i that I had done what I did, right, and it 's really hard um to do that and and of course, inflation has gone up so substantially high. So nowadays like a house is 525 is now 850 or yeah. 900,000 and you know a lot of people have to put down double the the amount. So I feel for them. And a lot of people have to like share a condo or share a house and and that's uncomfortable in itself. Trust me, I know because I've had to do it myself. Right. But yeah, um living in basement apartment, basement apartment, moving from house to house, renting rooms, it made me like want it more right you know what i mean so and then i finally got there and and now i just experienced the the after the five years is up now i'm experiencing the renewal at uh extremely high interest rates which which is crazy it is but it is doable you know you can still get it done so
0: 100 percent. i love that attitude man and i related to what you said about like wanting to do it on your own Cause yo, shout out to any parent that's willing to help their kid financially. It's huge, but also I feel at the like you're still like, oh man, it's not really mine. You know, when you do it on your own, the struggle is crazy, but it's yours. You know. Mhm. I feel you on that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You you when you can make those big decisions on your own. I feel like it kind of opens up the floodgates a little bit to maybe becoming an entrepreneur and having that mindset you know from the from the start um you know it gives you responsibility you know you can't fail yourself now if you do you're gonna lose a house like you're gonna lose your money like you got to keep going right so yeah that's that's where i'm at and you know that's it's going it's going okay it's going okay
0: got you here yeah. that's a good start i'm gonna <laughs> take you. the first slice of the day okay you gotta try it i gotta try it this yeah crazy i'm jealous okay first bite shout out Vito <laughs> oh fire. fire actually though fire
1: okay i rated it a nine and a half if you guys ask me what i my opinion is and i've never been to italy i'm italian mmm you're Sicilian. I couldn't believe that. But, like, I'm Calabres, an Abruzzes, mm-hmm. and Abruzzes. Uh, and my family, I still have family that lives in Italy, and I've never been there. And I'm, that's next year for my birthday what I want to do. I want to go there and visit the fam, you know, go kind of to the the south part, you know, Calabria. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want to be by the sea,
0: yes. basically. Italians are like water people for sure. Yeah, Definitely. exactly. You're around water. You're more at home,
1: mm-hmm. I think. yeah. And the food, like, the food in the different regions, right? Like, you got a lot of the fish, like, the fresh mm. seafood and seafood pasta and the pesh and, you know what I mean? Like, that's my favorite dish, so.
0: Christmas coming up. You got to have that Christmas Eve.
1: Oh, my God. And that's funny you say that because I actually stopped doing Christmas. Mm. I don't want to sound like a baham bug, but I I, s- want to hear about I stopped doing Christmas um, because I started like going to Costa Rica um, a couple years ago and kind of finding myself out there and realizing that, like, this whole thing with like gifts and, you know, uh, you know giving is great and all but like we should be doing that every day and i think uh, north americans already do do that every day they give to their kids as much as they can if they want to buy them a game boy halfway throughout the year they'll buy them the game boy if it just came out and their kids are you know telling them i want this game or whatever like i think that what the meaning of christmas was supposed to be and what it is kind of now to this era like what it is now is it's kind of, you know, it's more about materialistic stuff. And it kind of brings a lot of competition. And, you know, this my friend gets a $1,000 purse, and I think I should be getting the $1,000 purse. And, you know, I'd be happy with whatever the person wants to give me. You know, regardless, like, um, we do get into those those cycles where we're like, okay, I need this, I need that. But I think what it is out here is, is it's like we're kind of marketed in a way where we're kind of suckers for it. We're like, what's next? What kind of shoes are dropping and stuff like that? You know, I'm a big shoe head and I'm not going to lie about that. But like Christmas for me is like I want to just chill on a beach. And I was snorkeling last year on Christmas and I got to see a lot of fish in the ocean. And like, you know,
0: it's a vibe. Yeah, I feel you on that heavy. Like the commercialization is a turnoff for sure, because it takes away from that. Like you're supposed to be with your family that's the gift be with your friends that's a gift it shouldn't be about like you said how much fucking money you spend and shit like that yeah so it's, it's cheesy man
1: especially when everyone's going broke quickly mm-hmm. it's really sad like back in the days i know people had a lot of disposable money because houses were like two fifty thousand. you know and now they're eight nine hundred thousand a mil like it's it's hard for people that have kids like i don't have kids and i already find it hard for myself and I'm a high-performing person that, like, is does well for themselves. So it's like I can see it and I can't imagine, you know, like other people. So it's, like, it's hard. But um, at the end of the day, right, I don't expect my parents to get me a gift. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't expect me to get them a gift. We've gotten to that point where it's just, like, we will hang out with each other whenever we feel. And that's enough for us, you know. They live on a – my parents live on a 55-acre ranch, my dad and my stepmom and my family. And um, – it's peaceful there and you know you get to go up there and see the horses and there's like airbnbs that you can rent from by the way um and they're little tiny houses and you get to be by the swans and you know we all get to have and find our peace and our our family dynamics and stuff like that and if you know if other people don't celebrate or if they don't feel like it or whatever it's not a big deal you know what i mean like we are very focused on that that marketing whole thing and yeah i i guess I've, i'm kind of going on a ramble about it but i hear you you Loma. know what i mean i
0: hear you i think these are important conversations because we kind of were touching on it before the interview of like how just over like we're talking about women in media women in music i feel like it's everyone now like everyone just like so high up in terms of flashiness in terms of yeah. uh, material material goods you yeah know? So i think this is a good conversation to have
1: Mm -hmm. And like, you know, like they want to show off or they want to, you know, be overly sexualized. And, um, you know, as a woman, as somebody who I haven't gone down that path myself or just trying to show that off of myself, I mean, I just find it to be quite sad because... You know, there's more to us women than than showing that off or trying to go down. You know, and I don't want to say too much here, but like, you know, the the selling your body and that sort of thing. And it, it's really just there's other things to do out there. Like there's serving in restaurants. You can make a lot of money. Like that's how I made a lot of money is serving in restaurants. Like do that first. You know, don't 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 find the easy way out in life. And that you kind of got to go down like this slope where it's like up down up down up down till you go up 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 right so yeah and that's yeah that's That's, what i was talking about earlier
0: no that's real shit i feel like with young like young girls it's that path with young men it's like selling bad things or like involved in violent shit and both of them to me it's the same thing like you just robbing yourself of your potential i feel you know Mm -hmm. like it's bad endings gonna only be bad endings for sure it doesn't need to be that way
1: 100 percent. especially
0: if you're young you only see that though you only see like the short-sightedness
1: Mm-hmm. until you go to jail or until you know whatever happens and god forbid right um and, and also i i went through a path that like that myself okay. when i was younger like I, I i did stuff like that myself and i got in dabbled into the wrong kind of things but what i did there was i kind of what happened was I'll tell you another story right now because we're here on this path but um, I ended up getting held at gunpoint yeah when I was 18 years old in Brampton gotta love Brampton guys Um, I got held at gunpoint and I lost like a substantial amount of money, and uh, kind of made me feel scared, anxious, um, paranoid. I-, I felt like people were in and rob me at-, at nighttime before I go to bed. Like I couldn't sleep. I had insomnia. Like it, it really, like I it was it was like PTSD basically I- sure. as a result. Um. So yeah, like going through that, that was another hustle moment in my life where i went through that and i kind of learned the hard way and thank god i didn't nothing bad happened to me but like you know it could have and i'm i'm grateful every day for like being on earth and being to experience being able to experience the things i have so far and you know it's i love the journey that i'm on right now so yeah
0: good for you man i like that story because that shows like i think we usually do get one of those big wake up calls where it's like okay thank god we're okay but if we continue to do what we're doing we already saw we got a taste of what can come Mm -hmm. and
1: it's probably not going
0: to get better you know Mm -hmm. so that's a real i I appreciate you sharing that that was some real shit shout out to brampton (laughs) (laughs) so yo you're like we touched on it early in the interview you do a lot of stuff you're a very versatile person one thing I want to ask you, I was doing a little research. I saw that you used to do some interviews oh, for yeah. a gaming channel. You did? I did see Stop. that. I did. It's still on YouTube. Wow. Game. Okay.
1: Gamer Element.
0: Gamer Element.
1: Shout out to Gamer Element. Because that was years ago. Yeah, these were people that I met randomly. I went to a prom night and these were like the group of friends that we all went to a Sega beach with and we all became friends and um, the one guy, Kevin, he was the videographer and they were big into gaming and he was into um, League of Legend- mm-hmm. Legends. Uh, I believe it's a computer game and, and for me, I was trying to get into it as best I could but to be honest with you, like the, as far as it goes, I only played like Mario N64 and like those sort of games um, but like it didn't go to that extent so with him, I wanted to kind of be like the face of the channel interview people and like kind of like bring my energy in front of the camera to see if it was something that would actually work out and i actually learned a lot from it and i just felt like you know like it kind of empowered me a bit and you know and unfortunately the the two members besides myself that were part of it they actually parted ways um and they no longer do the channel but I still keep in touch with Kevin, and I, I honestly feel like, you know, one day we'll work together again because he is great. He's great peoples, and he did give me that opportunity, and, you know, I'm thankful for that, so.
0: No, that's very dope because I saw, it, like, you do DJing and all this type of stuff. I felt like you were doing the interviews quite naturally, like, it, it was quite a natural fit, you know, so.
1: Thank you. I
0: think that showed, again, your versatility quite early on.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, The DJing side, uh, that has always been a huge passion of mine. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm, like, a huge hip-hop head, like, through and through. Crazy shirt, by the way. Thank you. And, like, the shirt is, like, it's uh, all of the known rappers, obviously. And, um, yeah, I saw this shirt online and they got me, but... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I've I've always loved um DJing and it never really came about until COVID because I always had that dream when I was little. I went to um Ponda Record uh downtown which is a known staple of Toronto that, that's a record store. And there's even a documentary, I Did think, you on watch Prime. It? Yeah, it's really Fire. good. I watched it too. Uh, yeah, there's like starting from scratch, mm-hmm. um, starting from scratch on there, mm-hmm. or Scratch Bastard mm-hmm. and Starting from Scratch, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of the Toronto legends that are DJs were on there, so shout out to them. And Scratch Bastard throws a serious party. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've been to his uh, barbecues, but in Toronto they're like amazing. They're fun. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I got into it during COVID because when I was younger, I, I met them uh, starting from scratch at Ponder Record. And uh, I bought the old school, like, Newmark, not the Techniques, but the Newmark ones, which is the shittier version. Okay. And I got the, the 1200s, like the, the TT 1200s, I believe they're called. And they had the vinyl. And I wanted to learn how to scratch. I took some lessons. And it is hard. And I did try it for a little while, but you need like to have laser focus on on that hobby and not only that hobby and for me. I wanna be versatile. And it's hard for me. Like I feel like my brain doesn't want to comprehend like you have to sit there for like five hours a day and try to do this over and over and over. So that was kind of the thing where it's like when I have homework from the the person teaching me, like, I didn't want to do it. I just wanted to do it when they were in front of me, like and like feel the energy in the room off of him teaching me and me learning and doing it and you know, and that's how I was trying to learn how to scratch at DJ Depot, which was actually in Brampton. And then um, shout out to Mike LeBeau, because that guy taught me. And um, I didn't actually pick it up full full on. I, I kind of just took a step back because I was working like crazy because um, I'm in sales. And I was just working, 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 trying to build up my business. And um, I, during COVID, when we had all this time in the world, I really just picked it up. I I had a controller, like a small Pioneer controller that has like little tiny, like little turntables on it. And I just started to use that. I used Serato with it and I taught myself and my friends came over or whatever. And we we just taught each other and I learned how to do it like better. And um, so I did that. And then I started getting gigs um, in poor credit in downtown the first place i actually ever did it was painted lady in. Sick. have you been i have been it's the best i i love it there in yeah yeah okay. it, it's good because it has an old school vibe mm-hmm. right um i could do without the naked lady like the, the burlesque <laughs> dancing myself but I, I think it's it's part of the whole like the whole vibe of the bar yeah. that is the whole bar Um, and it's very narrow and it's got a little mini stage and there's like a drummer that's like drumming to the beat and stuff like that and so DJ Adverb it was a friend of mine and um, he taught me more like about how to DJ so I shout out to DJ Adverb and um, I appreciate him because he got me my foot in the door and then kind of got more confident in it and then it was like a one and a half year thing where i kind of did that okay but it was it was kind of like sporadic like it wasn't always every week you know what i mean i I was still working my job i just wanted to do it for fun i got myself out there and it's how you meet people like it's how you network with people and then i ended up finding my boyfriend and like it's great because you get to see people and they're constantly coming up to the booth, right? Like, girls, guys, everybody, like, can I take your video? And it feels nice because you're, like, kind of, the attention's on you. And as a Leo, like, that's what we like. We like the attention, you know? But, um yeah i kind of felt like i could be creative and and curate a a set list right right and that's what i like doing and when people come up to you and they're like yo this dj is sick what's the hell i never heard the song before or whatever the hell they want to say to me at that time and it's like yeah like it feels good to hear that because like that is literally my livelihood oh growing up by the way my uncle my step uncle my uncle i call my uncle was jack soul Oh no way! Yeah, so Jack Soul was no my uncle. Way. You're zero. Yeah, yeah. So he married my aunt, and my aunt is my step aunt because my mom and dad divorced. So my stepdad's sister, is was married to him. Um, her name is Makayla, and then yeah. So I used to hang out with their their daughter Yasmin. And we all used to hang out and we even made a track together, me and my uncle Hayden. His name's Hayden, by the way. And uh, yeah, we made a track together. It was like, it was like, I'm traveling around the world. And then it kept going and blah, 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 We all had our parts. And like, yeah, it was like my first moment of kind of like feeling like, you know, like, oh, I'm like, you know, doing my thing on the mic or whatever, like being creative, right?
0: right? planted a seed
1: yeah and it made me feel like oh i love music and he would take me to sony bmg and you'd go and there was like like rows and rows and rows and rows of cds that were free and you could just pick one out and i'd get like christina aguilera buster rhymes backstreet boys like this was like 1999 ish to like 2005 ish that i was getting these cds that from him and, yeah, like, it was, like, I'd go back home and I would, like, put it in my Walkman. I'd take it to school or whatever. And I'd just, like, memorize all these lyrics. And, like, that's why I'm a h- hardcore hip-hop head. Because, like, when I was growing up in high school, we had B- um, BET, 106 in Park. We had Rap City, The Basement. It was, like, the hardest of the hard, you know, sort of shows that, you know— growing up like that was just it just kind of molds you right
0: yeah who is your favorite uh basement freestyle
1: oh man Dipset's awesome like di- Dipset's awesome like i just i lo- i freaking worship this dipset. i Tam wish i had
0: counting the money oh my, yeah
1: he's counting the money that's in the, the video best. and it's like yeah yeah that's the one yeah, I love that one. And there's better ones, too. Like, I think Ludacris ended up killing one of them, too. Like, he was, like, going hard on one of them. I can't remember what he was saying. But the only one that I gravitate to and I go back to is a Zipset one because I'm just obsessed with them. And actually, they were supposed to perform, and I don't know if they did or didn't, but this year... I think it was in the summertime, and I was like, I'm going to go see them. And then when I found out it was in Brampton, no offense, I just, for my own safety and stuff, I just didn't want to go. <laughs> did
0: you ban yourself from Brampton?
1: I did. After no I got held at gun, gunpoint, i like, I don't want to be back here. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt unsafe, right? So I just, I didn't, I didn't go back there. And uh, But, I mean, I don't even know if they if it happened, because I would have heard of it. I would have heard about it, I think, Yeah. in people's stories. Um but, yeah, they're, my, like, my favorite kind of group. And 3-6 Mafia, too. Like, 3-6 Mafia had their own sound that is very, very, very unique.
0: It is, and, like, it's pretty trippy with them because, like, 20 years later, the young guys really gravitated toward 3-6 Mafia. Like, Definitely. Really, like, that sound came back. When, at the time, they weren't very popular. Like, they were underground. It's pretty interesting to see that influence. They were
1: underground. And outcast too. Shout out to Andre 3000. I know everyone's hating on his flute album right now. Um, but Wait, Did you like it? I Well, it's for a certain soul that is in a certain path. Like, it's not for... Like, for somebody that's a hip-hop head and they're strictly a hip-hop head, like, you know, that that's not what they're going to put on.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. not a club banger.
1: No. It's literally, it's like, you want to... Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, it's literally you want to, like meditate like you want to meditate you want to like sit outside and hear the birds chirp or something like it's very like it's chill but there's a reason that the guy did that and only certain people would understand that part I feel like a lot of people that they kind of shoved it to the side I don't think there are those types of people that understand that that part of it he is a creative and another thing is like a lot of people can be sampling like the flutes on there or the parts of the song and like loop them or make a song out of them so he is smart in a sense because people will still use him and give him royalties and all that forever and ever and ever because of that album right so i don't i can't hate on it um and he is unique and nobody's ever done anything like that
0: i agree and also i like what he did because um he's a little older he's been around he's He's 48 yeah like he's not trying to be the cool guy like he's not trying to be. I watched this video. I don't know. I would like to hear your opinion on this. It was about Drake. And the guy's opinion is that Drake's trying too hard to hold on to like the young feel. And I'm like, I kind of feel what he's saying. I see it. You know?
1: I see it. You know, like the sexy red coming in yeah. or like, you know, Justin Bieber and stuff. Like, I don't hate Justin Bieber. I actually love Justin Bieber. Shout I actually out JB, man. love him. Um, but no, like, you know, like it's constantly what's next. Yes. Right? And that's one of his songs, isn't it? What's next? Yeah, I think it is. Um, but he basically just wants to keep himself relevant. But he did say in a, in a Little Yachty interview that I, I, I think he was trying to, like, calm down a bit and not not release any more albums or something. I, I don't know if he does that just for publicity as well because it is Drake, right? And all he does is get publicity all the time for doing anything, right. you know? And the tattoos on his face yeah. and, you know, hanging out with Little Yachty, like, you know he but I do I do love the fact that Drake still like fanboys for people and shows people respect like when he's in the room and he's at a TI concert which I witnessed myself or he's at a Fat Joe one right he's there he's in front row he's he's trying to like you know like relive his childhood which is my childhood because he's only a couple years older than me like he wants to live that like you know that that 106 in Park BET those vibes, much for music sure. vibes moments, because that's like literally what we grew up listening to, and and it's it's our livelihood. My friend actually has a, a party in Toronto called
0: 2K Party. Kamikaze.
1: No, he has a 90s party. 90s party. Okay. He has a 90s party. I think they actually are retiring that now. I think it was the last one for 15 years or something. I read something about it, but we'll ask Josh offline. Yeah, we'll we'll out see. Shout to Josh. Shout to Josh. To Josh. Um, <laughs> what was that yeah so 2kparty.com i will shout out my friends because these are my friends michelle and kendall um and yeah no they have a little party and it's a 2000s era of music strictly that it's not 90s Is not but you have a lot of fun because like a lot of people are just getting up and dancing you know like if it's dance hall or if it's like i don't know like you know, like Ludacris or Missy Elliott. Everyone's just having a great time, and you know it's all good vibes in there, and you feel great and safe, and it's good. It's a good place to be. So they do it. I think they're doing the next one on December eighth. Okay. It's it's at uh, Nest and on College Street. Yeah dope so if you ever want to go my
0: band-aid like nelly yeah
1: Bella. everyone dresses up
0: fuck yeah wearing mad fubu
1: yeah fubu oh my god i love i love it yeah at my work they actually did a, a a themed 2000 era like event and everyone was wearing like the velour track yes. and the jerseys yeah like what's that thing the the headband you know the yeah. white headband yeah. right or the upside down
0: visor or whatever the Extremely hell they were doing baggy jackets and jeans
1: yeah so yeah no it's all good good fun you know and like we gotta keep ourselves like feeling like like our era is still here because honestly like the the new era is here and and it's fine i'm okay with that it's just some of the songs and you know like they start getting a little like similar to each other right like
0: yeah i think it's a very fine balance of staying like relevant in terms of i want to know what's the kids like i want to know what's cool right now but you can't shit on what was fire before either like it's a balance yeah i think in like rock music you have like classic rock like the rolling stones for example can go on tour anytime they want mm. sell it out people will be fans forever In hip-hop it's like if you're not current like if you're not you're the not n- cool yeah it's like <laughs> but that's not right i know you know
1: I would love for for Andre 3000 or whatever to come back and, you know, do his old thing. But I also respect the fact that, you know, he's on a new spiritual journey, which I can see. It's very evident and apparent like the guy is wanting to feel something else that's spiritual. Um so like you know we all have our chapters in life and sometimes we close that chapter but you know it's not always going to be closed forever you can close it for a short period of your life and you can go back and forth but if the person feels like okay well I'm kind of forcing myself to be somebody I'm not anymore cuz that was me t- 10 15 years ago I'm not that person now yeah Right. So, like, why try to force it? So if you evolve in a, dirt, a certain way and you want to become an actor now or if you want to become, um, you know, a poet or if you want to do something else, like, I think that's great. Like, you know, just keep your creative juices flowing and keep trying new things. Right. That's for sure.
0: Wise words from Miss Telly, man. That's going to be a clip. I'm clipping that right there. That was <laughs> Thank ours. you. Because that's why I will, like, I, I wanted to talk to you, too. Like, I like people that do a bunch of shit like if you've just been doing the same thing forever and you're just like putting yourself in a box that gets old you know yeah limit yourself yeah you probably like 15 years ago didn't think you'd be spending christmas in costa rica but that's life like and that's so cool you know so yeah shout out to you for that man i don't like limitations
1: no me neither sky is the limit like you got to keep trying new things right like i think a lot of people and this is what kind of kills me inside about people and I know it shouldn't bother me, but like a lot of people are closed minded. Like, it's like, try it. I think it's yeah. I think it's it is fear. Yeah. It is fear. Of
0: being like, if you fail at it, everyone's going to laugh. But really, no one cares. So Nobody just do cares. What you like to do.
1: I mean, if you're in high school or whatever, like, they judge you. But like, you know, you have to kind of you, you kind of got to keep doing your thing and if that's what you like to do that's what you like to do like you know as long as you're not hurting nobody uh you know it, it's fine that's, right Who gives a fuck mm-hmm. i
0: agree man and you, you also on your ig i feel like a weirdo saying that but i yeah. saw your ig did my research you're also like a pool shark yes and i'm super interested to ask you about that because that's a whole other game
1: yes i really like pool and i like jenga um I I like those, like, kind of, like, I would say, like, nerdy, like, find them in a bar type scene, like, games. Okay. Like, you know, I see you have a dartboard right there. Shout out
0: to darts. Yeah,
1: like, shout out to darts. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, like, I like to play pool, like, at, at night after work when I was in the hospitality industry and serving in restaurants. Like, I like to just, like, play pool with people, you know, and hustle them there, too. Actually, that's another hustle I had, which was, like yeah, I want to see you beat me in pool. Or I'd be like, I suck in pool. You know, even though I didn't suck. And even though I didn't suck at pool, I kind of like fibbed to them just to try and see if they would play me and then I would win money after. But like it was like, what, two bucks, five bucks, free game. You know, it was nothing. It was chump change. But like I, I love pool and I'll always try to be a pool shark, but I'm definitely not as good as everybody. Like I didn't win no competitions, none of that, you know. So, but i love pool
0: <laughs> i fuck with that i was super yeah. curious to ask you about that yeah i like that a lot and i actually you just touched on something you were working in the bar scene the hospitality scene i have friends who worked in that scene too and they always tell me it's pretty fucking wild like the lifestyle is pretty crazy would you agree with that
1: yeah i would um what it kind of made you want to do was like get off work and go get drunk right. like I want to go rush and get out of here because I have half an hour left till last call and I want to go drink my face off like that's how we all kind of felt when we we're done with like we had a long shift eight hour shift or whatever it was and we're like yeah let's go out let's go or we would go to the nightclubs like back in the day I don't know if anybody knows this club but time nightclub
0: oh yeah that was time Sundays. yeah
1: time Sundays. so like on a Sunday like industry night I loved that place like that was my favorite place growing up so I was and I was night I was at least 20 years old when I was going um but I was just having the time of my life and when you're in the hospitality industry you know even you're like um you know how you can't have Christmas because you're pretty much working every day like you can't really have like a Christmas party till January so then those Christmas parties people would be like so drunk they'd be like passing out you know um yeah but it was it was fun and I'll never forget those moments you know you meet a lot of good people you know whether they're whether you're serving like Um, whether you're serving your people that you're just meeting for the first time or whether you're interacting with people you're meeting there that are coming in and out you know it's nice to kind of connect and that's interchangeable with my job now is like in sales like you know you connect with people and that's a good part of the job that keeps me kind of like um, happy with what I'm doing because I get to talk to people you know socialize i get to take them out for dinner or take them out to events that we're hosting and yeah it keeps things like fun and fresh and lively and I, i like doing that stuff i like being out and about i don't like necessarily sitting at my desk being chained at my desk and like emailing people all day long that's one part of the job where i just kind of like it's like it's nice and all but i would love to be more like on the field
0: Right. Yeah, that's like the job part of the job. Mm-hmm. The yeah. The yeah,
1: there's fun parts and then there's not fun parts. Yeah. But definitely, like the fun parts make up for it. And uh, yeah, you know, like just it's it's good. Like I, I like going to B my regions BC and I like to go to BC a couple times a year. Um, you get to like I've actually driven through by myself through Whistler. Okay. And I didn't get to go there before, so I got to go there. And the drive the Sun, Sea to Sun or something. I can't remember the name. I know exactly. The highway. I know exactly. Cedar. to yeah. yeah. It's it's like a from Vancouver it's like a one and a half hour drive. Yeah. And to Whistler and I stayed at the Fairmont. It was just beautiful I know Fairmont's expensive guys, you don't have to go there, but it was so beautiful. And being in the mountains, you can go uh, snowboarding. They have bars. They have, like, fun things to do. I think they have a – I think I saw an escape room. Like, there was a lot of – I think I did. I'm not – don't quote me on that. But I had a lot of fun up there, and um, I got to be there with coworkers and stuff like that. So I still do have these, like, moments where it's just like, yeah, I feel like you're in the hospitality industry. Because everyone does when they're done um, working, working, and they have, like, an event or an annual thing people are still people like they still do party hardy like we still do have fun you know absolutely you just can't be going overboard you can't be punching people out and stuff like that or you'll get you the boot
0: yo real shit and working in sales when i started working in sales i was like 21 22 yeah and i remember we had like a retreat like a company party or whatever and i saw that for the first time i saw like okay these guys can hold it together these guys are like more laid back and then these guys are fucking savages that are great at sales but too wild outside mm-hmm. and i that's where i started to learn like yo you need we use that balance word already you need the balance in everything but mm-hmm. like, you can't be too fucking wild even if no. you're great at your job you know
1: i know and like when we have work events that are on a wednesday the last thing I want to do these days, I'll say now that I'm 33 years old, <laughs> OK, because I swear to God, I wasn't like this when I first started there. I was crazy. And I I would go to these events and I would be like, let's go to the club back then. And they'd be like, where are we going? Tell you, you know, all the clubs, right? Because I literally came from hospitality where we all did know the clubs. Like You were a club girl. I was a club girl. I did know all the clubs. And now, you ask me which clubs, I have no freaking idea. Like, it's crazy. But, um, yeah, just going out after work now kills me the next day. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to go home. Like, it's like 12 o'clock at night, maybe 1230. I'm like, okay, it's time for me to go to bed. Like, I need to work the next day.
0: Facts. You know? Evolution, man. If you were still, you, you already said this. Like, if you were still living the way you were when you were 20, like, I don't know if. Yeah. it might not be the best.
1: You no know? it wouldn't
0: it's like one of those things where growing up is actually a good fucking thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah maybe you're not as wild as you used to be that's great you did that already mm-hmm. seen that life yeah onto a new thing yeah you know
1: no i agree
0: fuck with that man when you you touched on how you don't have kids i don't know if this is too personal
1: no 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 you want kids one day yeah
0: if they came to you and they're like ma i want to go turn up tonight I'm going to clubs and shit how would do you think you'd handle that
1: um well first of all they have to be of age because they're of age. if they're underage i'd be like no you're staying home
0: <laughs> absolutely
1: <laughs> but no um yeah um i would i would probably be like no problem like I want them to experience what I experienced and they have to make their own choices. Of course, I would feel like sometimes like I'm a helicopter mom that I want to know what's going on at all times. I'll make sure the Uber knows like, you know, they have that safety thing on Uber for their kids. Now right. I want to be that person that's kind of like, okay, I know what's going on and I want to, if they call me at any time of the night and they need me to pick them up, right? I want to be there to pick them up, but they got to learn, uh, what life is about. Like I did, Right. Like and and maybe my parents kind of pushed me a little bit away and it made me kind of rebel a mm-hmm. little bit, but at the end of the day, right? I I am gonna trust that they're gonna make the right decisions and um, I'm gonna also be a mom at the end of the day and, and wanna make sure that they're safe, right? Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Hundred percent. I asked you that question because I I think about it. I don't have kids either, but I agree with you in terms of, yo, you gotta live life to grow and experience but also like i'll think about the things i did i'm like fuck if my kid i know that it's scary but also they gotta do it like you gotta you gotta kind of sink or swim as scary as that sounds you can't be in a bubble
1: i know i know crazy
0: balance i definitely appreciate my parents more now looking back (laughs) i'm like oh god i was wild you know. yeah
1: they had to put up with us yeah. you know and yeah my dad i can tell you there's many stories where my dad was just like so disappointed <laughs> me. like like legit like like mad like you know like kick me out of the house like i was you know um, 18 19 20 years old and i was constantly in and out that house man and you know i i grew up quickly and that's not a way i would say that that my kids should learn right that's really abrasive and that's kinda Kind of how my parents' generation learned their lessons was you either get the beats, yeah, right, or you get out of this house, you never come back, you do things your way, or you pay your own bills, you know what I mean?
0: So Especially that they're Italian, like, very, yeah, there's rules in this, shit.
1: exactly. Yeah, I'm full Italian. My mom is a, a brute says her side, and my dad is Calabres, and my grandfather, my mom's dad is and anybody that knows this that has met him i'm sorry because he's done some crazy things and you know very like 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 if you okay if you were to go in the cupboard and you left the cupboard like a little bit like open like this like a little bit for getting a fork he would literally come "Come over here right now (laughs) like come here and i would literally know what the what the hell was about to go down like here we go again here we go so i go up there and he'd be like you stupid. <laughs> uh, you stupid. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't do that again. And then it's like, any little thing, any little thing, you're not eating over your plate. There's breadcrumbs falling and stuff on the floor. Like, I would always hear from my grandfather. So he kind of made me feel like, like you know, like, do, do things the right way as well. Like, you know, and he kind of... Gave me like that military structure in my life as well, which, you know, he's 94 now and, you know, his health is not the best. So I I am grateful that, you know, he did teach me some lessons. But man, was it crazy, like crazy Italians.
0: Yes. I was talking to my buddy about this recently, too, where it's like I, I think it's awesome to try to take some of those traditions and maybe spice it up with like a modern yeah, and, You know, like, the principles are there, but mm-hmm. maybe not as intense. Oh, yeah. It's a different time. Definitely. But I believe in the... Like, I do believe in that, like, you got to teach a kid right from wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't just let them go do whatever the fuck they want to do.
1: No, 100%. Discipline. Yeah. My dad also put me in karate as a kid. I was also... he. I think he wanted me to be a boy. I was his firstborn. Okay. I think he wanted me to be a boy... So he put me in karate, Uh, I was riding ATVs, you know, on the farm, and I was just like, you know, taking bales of hay and throwing them over the fences. And I was just like a really lean, like skinny, mini, like farm girl. And yeah, like, you know, they taught me a lot. Like as an Italian, I can tell you they do kind of instill and I don't know if this is everybody, but like they do instill some of the core values that you need to learn. Um, Which I learned a lot like about like, you know, the hustle because my dad was like never I wouldn't I don't want to say never home because he was coming home at night like he was coming home, but he would be home at like seven or eight at night. Right. So it's like, okay, come home, eat, go to bed, do it all over again. Right. And I know he was just trying to provide for his whole family. But, you know, it is it's these days people don't want to put in those kind of hours anymore.
0: That is true. You're absolutely right. The, The work culture has changed definitely
1: time Mm. i don't know if it's i don't know if it's because of covid i don't know what happened there between the past couple years where we kind of lost our like spunk like our like our like zest for our jobs or whatever that it kind of put a wrench in how we feel towards everything like you know
0: i do know what you mean i i feel like it's a combination i think the covid thing where people are now thinking like oh i could just do what i do from home like i don't need to like physically go anywhere then also i think like what we touched on with how expensive things are it's like well, why am that i working too. 60 hours a week if i still won't be able to buy anything like if i'm working 30 hours what's the difference yeah you know? yeah i think that and burnout like, like, you touched on the fast pace, too. Like, I think people are just tired, bro. Oh, dude.
1: <laughs> I can right? tell you, I'm tired, too. Because, yeah, I feel it myself, you know? I got bills to pay on my own. I got, you know, I want to keep a regimen, like, somewhat. You know, I fall off sometimes. Or I'm, like, working out, working out, and then I stop. And then I'm working out again, and I'm stopped. But I want to get into a regimen again so that I keep structure in my life. Because, you know, you can... It's hard here. Like, it's really hard because our seasons as well make us a little depresso. For sure. Right? Like, the winter is like, what do you do? And I was thinking about that today before I got here. I was like, what do you do on your free time? If you are in a program where you're like learning piano or you're you're in karate or whatever it is that you're doing great that you have a hobby but most of us don't really have a lot of hobbies and so we just end up going out and getting drunk or doing things like that where we go to bars and we just go eat food and like you know it's kind of like kind of getting stale yes you know what i mean like there's other things to do but it's hard here in canada when it's like cold half the time right so it's like can't just pick up and go unless you want to go snowboarding and for me i don't want to go snowboarding it's it's not one of the things i want to do like i feel like i hate being outside in the cold and uh you know i did when i was younger go snowboarding and i fell quite a few times on my tailbone i felt like i'm gonna hurt myself really bad especially older now yeah so i'll stay away from that
0: i'm gonna pass on this you know yeah no i do man i think yo you're right it is a challenge like i don't even think it's a complaining thing it's just realistic like yo cold and dark out
1: it is Fuck, what
0: are you supposed to do how yeah. many times can you go to the mall
1: yeah you know
0: like how many times can I you know. go even like gym and shit like that like it's cool but i feel like we're supposed to have some fun too fun you
1: know? i was thinking the same thing in my head i was like, supposed to have some fun yeah exactly because yeah what is there to do like what what exactly uh,
0: if you guys have some winter activities yes, let us yes
1: yes i want to know like is there any sort of like networking events because we used to have those back in the days i could
0: put you on there are some good ones okay i, I could put you on to that yeah shit. that stuff helps me that's more like on the weekends but i got you
1: okay that's good good
0: actually a sick one coming up next friday
1: next friday okay is that december the 8th first the f- oh sorry <laughs> uh, the, first. the first okay yeah. cool yeah, let me know about that.
0: I will. And December seventh I'm having an event if are in town.
1: Tell everybody.
0: December fucking seventh, man. She said gallery. Do you know Roncy, Roncesville? Bill? Yeah. There's, like, this laundromat that becomes a art gallery after hours. What? Yes, you're invited. Nice. I used to live invited. in Ronci. No fucking way. Yeah, Where? I used to live
1: in a basement in Ronsey for, like, nine no months. No fucking way. Yeah. So, I know Ronsey, but so I that like that area. Me too. It's High re- Park. It's,
0: uh, yes, it's, like, two doors down from the movie theater review.
1: I want to know. I want to say I know what the... I think I know the movie theater is small.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I used to live by the... Um, T- was it the TD Bank? Um, it's right there. Yeah, yeah. it's right there? It's oh, right okay, there. so it yes. was right there. Okay. No fucking way. Yeah, you yeah. gotta come
0: through, bro, December 7th if you're free.
1: Yeah, okay. Gallery. I'm down. Yes, yes, yes. What does it entail? Like, what's happening? Um,
0: a bunch of the homies, like, for example, Takeo, he's gonna come display some work. Oh. Other dope people that I know that are artists gonna display their work. Like, kind of a little more mature, but still fire vibe you know have some drinks music yeah. will be blasting we'll have conversations i love like, that it's not like a party party it's more of a mix mingle see some art you yeah
1: know? that's my thing now is yes. not the gotta come through it's the thing is is like the club scene i know that was what i liked but like i'm starting to evolve in a sense where i want to be able to hear what the hell you're saying like i can't hear because i feel like i'm going deaf you know?
0: Real shit. The so. hearing was the main thing for me where I'm like, Bro, this is too loud. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I'm old then. Call me old. It's, it's fine too loud, bro. I don't care. It's way too I fucking don't care. loud.
1: Tell me again if I'm old. I don't care. But I just want to be able to like enjoy with people, talk with people yes. and learn more about people. I I what I'm finding mm-hmm. is is like in the club is like, yeah, it's all about the DJ or it's all about dancing. Like yeah. There's really no in between. You're going there for good music or you're going there to dance and I'm not much of a dancer myself. No? No. You, I want to say that I love to dance but I actually don't love to dance. It's not my thing.
0: And you, you gotta know? be super in the mood for that. Like if you're not in the mood for that, you can't do it.
1: Like, and and I'm, I'm in the mood for that when I'm not thinking so hard about people. Like, oh, like if I do the weird dance moves, like or if I, you know, if I feel like I have two left feet in that moment <laughs> that I just like people are like, And when you have a couple drinks, then all of a sudden, like you feel like I could dance. Yes. Right. I could dance. But why is that the only reason for me to go dance? Right. That's yeah. why I'm just like, yeah, I'm not a dancer. Definitely not.
0: Now I feel that, man. You can like everything. Like, we, uh, you know, we know our limitations sometimes. Yeah. Sky's the limit, but we also know there's limitations.
1: Yeah. When you feel like, "Mm, that's not for me. Yes. Especially in this era. uh, That's not for me. You don't want to do it. That's fine. Don't do it.
0: The other thing for me with, like, clubs and bars and shit is, bro, I'm not waiting in a line. I can't. I know. I can't do it, man. I know. I can't do it.
1: You have to know the people there. Yeah.
0: I don't want to wait in any line, bro. I know. There's got to be something else to do.
1: I know, trust me, especially in the cold, like that's when you really don't want to be in line. But it seems like every time you go downtown, there's a there's a line. And if it's not a line, it's a bar. If it's a club, it's a line. Yes. And you really have to know people. Like you have to know the bouncers, or you have to know the promoters. Otherwise, there's no point going cuz then you will be waiting in line. And yeah, I've done my fair share of doing that and that's not how I feel either. I don't want to be waiting. I wait you know we wait a lot of times in our days we wait you know for people to join our meetings we wait for people to call us back or you know whatever whatever i i'm already at my max on waiting every day i don't want to wait anymore but you know it's kind of similar to like when you go to amusement parks right you're just waiting in lines fast. right it's the same thing but yeah that's why you got to get those fast passes you know
0: so there we go good salesperson here. yeah <laughs> <Get> <laughs> pay for fast it pass, go pay for the fast pass exactly sometimes better. not all the time Save yes. your money
1: sometimes, other times okay, fine, it's worth
0: it, yeah, you pick your battles, right it's there's a time to play, there's a time to chill mm-hmm. time to spend hundo money p. time to save hundo p hundo p man so yo we're approaching about an hour. time flies. I wanted to ask you first of all, if there's anything you wanted to promote share
1: no, honestly, like I'm just doing my thing these days, and you know
0: what's your main focus follow right now, me on. Say? Hmm? What's your main focus of all the of all the telly hustles right now? What would your main one be?
1: I I love being myself online.
0: I like that,
1: and it's hard because TikTok uh, really appreciates that, but Instagram is not so much the same. Um, Instagram is very like you know like you're very the pictures show who you are kind of thing but right. in more in tiktok is more the videos show who you are so i am on tiktok i'm on instagram telly rose follow me in my journey which is you know i like to travel um i work hard i play hard um and yeah i just want to keep living because that's what it is like we're only on earth once you know then that's what it's about
0: real shit man last question actually because yeah. we've talked a lot about travel what's the next destination is it italy or is it somewhere before
1: i want to say well i want to say st lucia because Mm -hmm. that's where he my boyfriend's from and he has family there and he he usually goes for christmas and this christmas he's not going but i do want to go to st lucia before i go to italy hopefully sometime in the q1 of next year which is like january to march so Mm -hmm. maybe go there um island vibes you know
0: and you were just in alberta
1: I was in yeah I was in Alberta I went to by the way Lake Louise man crazy Have you seen it I have Oh my god Beautiful. I was I felt like I was in a little fairy tale dreamland like I literally go to this lake Lake Louise and even though it's not I don't think it's the blue lake is it the, the one that is close to there is like a like a blue lake right. I didn't see that one but I saw Lake Louise and um it wasn't bright in color, but it was like a wintry kind of day. It wasn't really snow falling and, and all the trees had like snow on them and the and the lake is in the middle and you got the mountains coming there. And the way that you feel kind of calm the moment you're looking at it, you're like, this is, this is one of those places that kind of takes your breath away. It was literally how I felt when I was there. And another place that I felt that was Machu Picchu Ooh. in Peru.
0: That's a big
1: one. It's uh, if you can go there, like uh, there's treks so that you can do one day, two day, three day, whatever. I did like the, the half of the day, whatever. Um, that was fun. And the way I felt when I would go up there and you're in the mountains and the clouds start partying because the clouds were taking over, it was overcast and they're taking over this Machu Picchu, which is a historic place that all these rocks somehow are at the highest point of these mountains and it's like where people actually like migrated to live like the incas and yeah like i went there to go check it out and i saw it and i was like blown away when i got there i was like this can't be real it was one of those things yeah lake louise and machu picchu i would say are my top two of where you should go check it out yeah
0: Love that. yeah we travel advice yeah those are like humbling moments right like yeah. wow there's a lot out here. They don't give a fuck about us. Like no. This is here no matter what.
1: I know. You Real just got to go out there. I know we have a wonder in the world, Niagara Falls. But, you know, once you've seen it a few times, like, mm. But Iguazu Falls, which is um, bordering between Brazil and um, Argentina, um, there's these massive falls, which is even bigger than... Dope. Than 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 um, Niagara, so I would say that's another place that you should go. It's amazing. It's like cascading falls like for miles and miles and miles. And yeah, you can go on either side—the Brazil side or the Argentinian side. And I went on the Argentinian side, and you get to kind of walk out to the kind of the edge right. of the rock, and then the mist is kind of
0: going on you, and it's cool. Yeah, sick. I've never been to South America, Central America. Definitely <gasps> high on the list. Oh my
1: god, where have you been?
0: I've been to Europe. Uh, I've been to France, Italy.
1: Okay, you've been everywhere S- I haven't been.
0: Yeah, I know. We got to match up. A bit yeah. Better. I haven't been. I haven't been to Asia, South America. Me neither.
1: South America, yes. Uh,
0: I've been to a bunch of states. I fuck with the U.S. by the way. Yeah. There's a lot of good spots. Have out you been there. to Miami? Yeah. I love Miami. I was Miami. just there last month. For Were you? Lauderdale, technically.
1: Really? Yes, oh, okay. Cause Miami, I, I was there last um, this month. I was in. Um, it's a place called Celebration, which is a Disney town okay. where they filmed the Desperate Housewives. Where they had like yeah, the perfect yeah, yeah. houses. Yeah. I was there um, and it's right close to Orlando, like where you can go right to Disneyland or whatever. And it was my my boyfriend's family has a house there. So I go there. But Sick. but Miami is a time. Yeah. Like it is. especially as a, like a young girl, like twenty one to twenty nine, you don't pay for much when you're there. <laughs> it's you, a different experience Yeah. They man. like they see you and they're like, Okay, she's good looking okay. Yeah. And bring her here and then you go and all of a sudden there's like basketball stars beside you in the booth, you know, like these crazy people with like Rolls Royce's. It's like a different world. Like Facts. honestly, Miami is just like crazy, like rich people but it's also the hustle right those people are hustling
0: it is you know quick funny story because you reminded me of something i went to vegas with some of the homies a couple years ago and one of the guys I was with, his girl went with her girlfriends like the next year or whatever, and she came back and she's like, "We gotta go! Like I got into all the clubs for free, all these free drinks." And he's like, "You gotta understand, the experience for you will be it's much not, different than for not me, you know." So it's just no. fucking hilarious the difference.
1: Yeah, I went. I got. I went to Vegas twice actually. My work. I won a trip with my work and these people do it so crazy. Like they literally put you in like either the MGM or like the Venetian. Yeah, and crazy. I love I love that one. And um, basically they take you to club nights, day parties. Like I went to like Tao bar, you know, like you see the crazy like Calvin Harris's and you know, these crazy yeah. like artists and you're like cool like, and you have like this crazy booth. And the only way that we're doing this is cause of my work or, their, or my company that I work with is able to afford it otherwise you it's pretty lavish and you would be broke you'd probably spend 100 g's on in no time in a weekend because of like having a booth there is thousands like five to eight ten thousand dollars probably yeah
0: it's a pay-to-play city for sure Mm -hmm. definitely it's
1: somewhere you go where you know you have a lot of disposable money Mm -hmm. you know so
0: yes that's a great way to look at it yeah yo i really appreciate you man i feel like we touched a lot of different topics here you brought some pizza which again thank you so much that was yeah. a fucking legendary move anytime um, anything else you want to share
1: no that's at telly rose t-e-l-l-i-e-r-o-s-e and uh yeah i look forward to you know meeting new people and i'll see you at your event
0: my guy gang gang,
1: gang. <laughs> nice meeting you
0: appreciate you like comment subscribe versatile vigilante let's fucking get it man